What if the thing you thought you knew all about didn't work the way that you thought it did? What if someone told you that? Would you be open to hearing it? Would you be up for letting that new information change the way that you think about the world? Hi, my name is Stuart and I get to be the minister here at St Ninian's Church in Stonehouse. Thank you for joining us from wherever you are today. We're so glad that you are here. Today I'm joined in worship by Douglas and Anne Thompson. Anne will lead our prayers later, but for now let's listen as Douglas brings our reading to us. Luke chapter 10, verse 1 to 11. After this, the Lord appointed 72 others and sent them on ahead of him in pairs to every town and place where he himself intended to go. He said to them, The harvest is plentiful, but the labourers are few. Therefore, ask the Lord of the harvest to send out labourers into his harvest. Go on your way. I am sending you out like lambs into the midst of wolves. Carry no purse, no bag, no sandals, and greet no one on the road. Whatever house you enter, first say peace to this house. And if a person of peace is there, your peace will be will rest in that person. But if not, it will return to you. Remain in the same house, eating and drinking whatever they provide, for the labourer deserves to be paid. Do not move about from house to house. Whenever you enter a town and its people will welcome you, eat what is set before you. Cure the sick who are there and say to them, The kingdom of God has come near to you. But whenever you enter a town and they do not welcome you, go out into the streets and say, even the dust of your town that clings to our feet, we wipe off and protest against you. Yet know this, the kingdom of God has come near. And continuing from Luke chapter 10, verses 16 to 20. Whoever listens to you, listens to me. And whoever rejects you, rejects me. And whoever rejects me, rejects the one who sent me. The 72 returned with joy, saying, Lord, in your name, even the demons submit to us. He said to them, I watched Satan fall from heaven like a flash of lightning. Indeed, I have given you authority to tread on snakes and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy, and nothing will hurt you. Nevertheless, do not rejoice at this, that the Spirit submits to you, but rejoice that your names are written in heaven. I play golf, sometimes. I was given a driver by my friend, and I can't hit it. Every time I tried, it slices way right. I know that that shouldn't be happening, so I went looking for an answer. It turns out there are loads of people who think that they have an answer. You can buy all kinds of gadgets and try all kinds of drills and fixes. There's a whole industry built around fixing a slice. But here's the thing. Until you know what it is that you're actually trying to do, none of these fixes work. If I was to ask you what the basic task of golf is, you would say something like hitting a ball with a club. And you would be right. But here's the thing. Hitting the ball with the club is where, well, where most of the problems with people's swing start. A much better description of how your swing should work is a bit like throwing your club without letting it go, obviously. You swing the club as if you are trying to throw it as far down the fairway as possible without letting it go. 
hitting the ball is just something that happens in the middle of that. And that new way of thinking changes everything. It completely alters your thinking about what you're doing and how it works. I knew I could fix my slice, but I needed a change in my way of thinking to make it work. I had to commit to doing things differently. And that started with a new understanding, a new way of seeing things. And that's what our passage today is all about. How does Jesus help more people to think differently about things? There's a word for that. The word is repent. Repent just means to think differently, to see things in a new way, to forget what you think you know and be open to something new. Jesus sends a big group of people out to tell people that the world doesn't work the way they think it does. There's a better way and it's just around the corner. All it takes is a change in thinking, a new understanding and that's the repent bit. And then comes the commitment to doing it, to actually living in a new way. That's the thing that makes it real. We would call that transformation. The people were sent out to tell people what they had seen and how it made a difference in their own lives. They went to tell their experience of this new thinking and this new way of living. What if life doesn't work the way we think it does? What if there is a different way? Let's call it let's call it the kingdom of God. What would that look like? Well, there are loads of clues. Jesus says stuff about those who are seen as being the least being the ones who are seen as the most important. People who are hungry and thirsty will have food and water. And more than that, as if that isn't big enough, people who have been treated unfairly will have justice. And none of that's new. In the older books of the Bible, people like Amos talk about how God couldn't care less about religious gatherings. What God wants is justice to roll down like waters and righteousness like an ever-flowing stream. Isaiah talks about the days when the wolf will live with the lamb and the leopard will lie down with the baby goat and calves will be safe in the presence of a lion. Micah talks about when nations will beat their swords into plowshares and spears into pruning hoops and, and they won't learn war anymore. But that'll never happen. How could it? How could the world be changed to look like that? Jesus sends out these people to do something that they've never done before. And the terms and conditions of their job is terrible. Go out. Go out like lambs among wolves. Wait, isn't that what Isaiah said? That wolves would live with lambs? And don't take anything with you. No money, no change of clothes, not even food. If you're going to be good at this, then people will look after you. Some places you go won't like you very much. Just go somewhere else if that happens. I wonder where we see ourselves in this story. I wonder if we are the ones that we think are being sent out. If you are, would you go? Is this a job that you would sign up for? Go out like lambs among wolves and tell people the kingdom of God is near? This ridiculous kingdom where lambs and lions are friends. I think we would like to say yes, but I'm also pretty sure there would be a hearty mix of self-doubt in that. Am I up for this? I don't even know what I'm supposed to be doing. I've never done this before. I'm not even sure about this whole thing and what it's about. Who's going to believe that this is even possible? I'm not sure I'm the right person for this. There's someone else who's probably better suited. What if I make a mess of it? What if I say or do the wrong thing? But they went anyway. 
These people, people whose names we never know, they went out in pairs and told a story about a different way of living. And people responded positively. But perhaps we are the ones who are being told. The ones that are hearing about this new way of living, perhaps for the first time, and wondering what on earth it's all about and why it matters and what that has to do with me. If that's the case, then perhaps we're not so different from the people who heard in Jesus' time. People responded positively because deep in their hearts they knew that life wasn't supposed to be like this. They knew that there must be more to life than this. They knew that something was missing. They were just waiting for someone to invite them into something different. They needed someone to tell them what the world could be like. Often our biggest barrier to change is imagining what that new way of doing things will look like. When Jesus tells people that the kingdom of God is near, he paints a picture for them. He reminds them of what they already know. People have told them these stories before. And the people knew these stories, they just didn't know what to do with them. I think in some ways we're the same. I think we know that there's something more, something more than this. We know that the world isn't how it should be. Perhaps we could be the people that takes that message to the rest of the world. Or perhaps we're the people who need to hear it and to allow it to change us. I wonder, are we open to thinking differently and letting that change in our thinking transform our lives and how we think about the world? We could be the ones that could make a difference. Who could help people to see things in a new way. Help them to see beyond the lies and be opened up to the possibilities of living in the kingdom of God. Wherever we stand in relation to this story, the outcome is change. Go, says Jesus. Go and tell people stories about this new kingdom. And live. Live as if it's here. Live as if it's real. Live as if it's now.
loving God, into the reality of inequality, pain, fear, hurt and greed, your light shines, piercing every dark place, offering hope and joy to the lost and love to the whole world. Today we pray for the whole world, your entire creation, as it continues to face seemingly insurmountable challenges around climate change, war, inequality, poverty and disease. Help all of us and all those with the will, the power and the strength to do so, to make changes large and small, to make the lives of all better. As our country and community continue to be plagued with problems and struggles, we pray for all those on the edges and the margins, the poor, the homeless, the despised, the excluded, the grieving and the broken. Help each of us to take up your challenge of unquenchable love in this time of deep uncertainty in your church as we strive to do your work in ever more challenging environs. We pray that your presence will always be felt and that in all things we will first strive to serve you. As we each face our own challenges in our lives and of those we love, we each bring our own prayers. Merciful God, each of us gathered here brings our own weaknesses and pains. We feel ourselves challenged by the world and by your word. Help us to face these challenges and to try always in Jesus' name. As we pray in the words that you have taught us, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power and the glory forever. Amen. May we go out from here with the conviction of the disciples, not alone but together, sharing it as one body in God's mission. God's mission of love. So send us with enthusiasm. Send us to make a difference. Send us to share and give of your rich blessing. Send us out with your love today and every day. Yeah.